Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Okay, I'm back. Who's on? I am. All right, I am. Uh, Felicia and Mark were on here a minute ago. Did you take Dad where he needed to go? Yeah, they're up there. He had to go, what, to the doctor? Church. Oh, okay. (laughs) It was like two minutes to 11. You're like, what time you got to be there? 11. (laughs) <laughs> That's yeah. why I was laughing. I was like, "All righty then." That's I'm back in the grind, back in the thick of it again. I just, yep. You know. Did you have a good time? I got some rest, which is you know my main thing. Okay, well that's a good thing. Yep. I guess you didn't win any money. You came back. Nope. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I lost okay. maybe 50 bucks. It's oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Actually, because I won, like, you know, they give you compost. So I won, like, 50. Actually, I didn't even lose that much because I won, like, about 50 from the uh, slot machines. And so then I took that and played that back on uh, on 21 right before we left. So I paid. I, so I lost that 50, and I played, like, 20. So... I was like 30, 40 bucks or whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I gave y'all money back and made a donation. Y'all fed me quite well, so I'm thankful. <laughs> okay. Oh, they feed you down there? Yeah. Yeah, they give you, you know, they gave you, um, some was comps and some was um, discounted. So. Oh, okay. Oh, that was part of the package? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. So. Oh, was the the hotel attached to the casino? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. So my main thing is accomplished. I went to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, you know, it kind of messed up. You got to go so far to get some sleep. But however it works. It is what it is. It is what it is. I think Miss Felicia's back on. Uh, I saw just sent a text. Let people know. I'm on. Oh, hello, child. How are you? I'm fine. Hey, Morgan. Enjoying your your spring break? Mm-hmm. Okay. I need to talk to you after the call too, Morgan. I didn't do it. Okay. <laughs> She like that ghost, wasn't me. <laughs> um, are y'all taking prayer requests and stuff? After we finish with the thing, yeah. Okay, can you add 
the all the sex trafficking and stuff, there's like a lot of incidents going around when people are like basically trying to kidnap women and people my age. Yeah, I've been I've been praying about that too. You talking about around your school or just in general? In general, like it was posters around my school. Like they even have a warning out on like specific fires in which they have where um you can earn this amount of money, you just need to call this woman at this number and you set up a meeting and they basically just kidnap you at the meeting and people like tie trash bags or paper on people's um women's windshields on their car. So then while they're trying to take the trash bag off, they can take them. And there was this one incident where this girl, um, it was two men standing by her car when she got off at work at night. And one had the trunk of another car open. And she just walked past the car like it wasn't hers and had the police escort her to her car and drive with her. Hmm. That's what I've been talking about, Sam, with, with the girls disappearing um, in Washington, D.C. In D.C., too. And, you know, I got people that go to school in D.C. Hmm. It's about, like, 20 girls missing, probably more. Oh, wow. That are, like, 17, 18. Oh, and yeah, that's a lot more. convicted of it. Hmm. A police officer got convicted of it. Oh, uh, one police officer. Oh, he was in the middle of it? <laughs> he got convicted of it, but... That's still not helping us find them because it's way more than that. All right, all right. Plus, they take them out the country too. More likely, they do. Yeah. Uh, Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I just seen something not too long ago. They said they got thirty police officers in some state that was connected to that sex trafficker. Wow. It was um, one of the states, they found 30 police officers connected to a sex trafficking raid. Hmm. And my friends even almost applied for one of the jobs until <laughs> so we saw the um, warning flyer about that stuff. Didn't have anything nice to say. Think they'll kidnap me if I apply for the job? That don't. No. <laughs> well, I'm thinking they'll pay to get you back. <laughs> I can get I can fetch top dollar. Just my opinion. <laughs> anyway, let me finish this reading so I can get on with my stuff my day. All right. Okay, I'm going to start with this paragraph here. Those who have apprehended the danger of a mixture, those two organs cannot but seek deliverance. Open though the road is to deliverance, and nevertheless is not without its difficulties. Believers must persevere in prayer that they may see clearly their own pitiful state and understand the indwelling, working, and demands of the Holy Spirit. They need to know the mystery and reality of the Holy Spirit dwelling within them. May they honor such holy presence, May they be careful not to grieve him. May they know that aside from sin, what grieves him the most as well as harms themselves to walk and labor according to their own life. So, again, what we talked about here, he's talking about a mixture of our soul and spirit and how the only God and the word of God will separate us. And I pointed out as we started this, the seven, th- the seven things that we need to do 
in order to allow the Holy Spirit, because we have to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. We have to allow him to do what needs to be done. So not just a prayer, Lord, grow me up, is going to work. It's going to require a lot much more to do that. But once we willingly offer ourselves as a sacrifice to be obedient to what God wants to do, it is God, the Holy God, the Word of God itself, which is Jesus Christ, that will begin the operation of separating spirit from my soul. The first and original sin of man was to seek what is good, wise, and intellectual according to his own idea. God's children today often make the same mistake. They should have realized that since they have believed in the Lord and have the Holy Spirit indwelling them, they ought to give the Spirit complete authority over their souls. And I see that one word right there, complete. It's going to stop a lot of people right there. And why I say complete, they'll say it out their mouth, but the reality of yielding and allowing God to lead God and direct us totally, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, people are uncomfortable. If nothing else, your soul itself is uncomfortable with that. Definitely your flesh will understand that, that there is a natural opposition to that. Just understand that. So you're going to have to, again, you're going to have to overcome your natural desire to lead your own life, to do your own thing. You're going to have to overcome that to yield to God. And what's even more so, as you grow and mature, God allows, see, see it's a difference as you're, as you're baby and you begin to grow up and you begin to grow in the things of God. But as you begin to grow and mature, you get to a certain point, God is going to purposely let you see that that's your flesh and that's you. And this is me over here. Now what you going to do? See, before we might go and do things according to God and because we, we understand and we seek or we we feel led to do that, now God is going to let you openly see and make you make a, a wide, a, a, a wide open-eyed understanding choice. You're either going to walk and do what I want you to do or you're going to walk and do what you want to do. And just leave it just like that and just wait until your, not your response as far as mouth per se, but more so your response as far as your actions. Because, see, faith without works is dead. So it will be that which you act upon, the direction which you begin to yield and lean upon, which will dictate who you're going to follow. Because, see, honestly, a lot of us say with our mouth, oh, yeah, I'm going to yield to God. Then we go right and do exactly that which we want to do. And so, and truthfully, that's not yielding to the Holy Spirit. The first and original sin of man was to seek what is good, wise, and intellectual according to his own idea. God's children today often make the same mistake. They should realize that since they have believed in the Lord and have the Holy Spirit indwelling in them, they ought to give the Spirit complete authority over their souls. Do we think, because we have prayed and asked the Holy Spirit to reveal his mind and to work in us, that all shall accordingly be done? That assumption is not the truth. For unless we deliver to death specifically and daily our natural life, together with its power, wisdom, self, and sensation, and unless we equally desire honestly in our mind and will to obey and rely upon the Holy Spirit, we should not see him actually performing the work. So again, just saying it in prayer and saying, okay, God, I'm yielding no. It's going to take action. It's going to take repetitive action. It's going to take dying, specifically obedience. So it's a lot more required than just saying, okay, God, 
I yield to you. I take over my life. No, it's not that easy. The Lord's people should understand that it is the word of God which parts his soul and spirit. The Lord Jesus himself, the living word of God, so he, he, so he himself affects the division. Are we disposed to let his life and accomplished work stand between our soul and spirit? Are we ready to have his life so fill our spirit that the soul, is, soul life is immobilized? The Bible is God's written word. The Lord Jesus uses the teachings of the Bible to separate our soul and spirit. Are we willing to follow the truth? Are we ready to do what the scriptures teach? Can we obey the Lord in accordance with the teaching of scripture without putting in our opinion as well? Do we consider the authority of the Bible sufficient without seeking human help in our obedience? We must obey the Lord and everything he teaches us in his word if we would desire to enter upon the spiritual path. This is the sword which is operative to the cleaving of our soul and spirit. I see a lot of choices in that right there. Are we disposed to let his life and accomplished work stand between our soul and spirit? That's a choice. Are we are we willing to let the Lord's life and his accomplished work do that which it only his word can do, only he can do? He's the only thing that can divide your spirit and your soul. If not his word, which is the Lord Jesus himself, then you will be a mixture of soul and spirit. Nothing else will separate. Are we ready to have his life so fill our spirit that the soul life is immobilized? Are we to the point that we will die to our own wishes and desires, our own understanding, our own way to build ourselves to that which God wants us to do? The Lord Jesus uses the teaching of the Bible to separate our soul and spirit. Are we willing to follow the truth? Again, not in what you say so much as in what you do. Because we say a whole lot of stuff, but what are you doing? Are we ready to do what the scriptures teach? Can we obey the Lord in accordance with the teaching of the scripture without putting in our opinion as well? Ooh. Well, the word of God says this, but you know what? I think it, mm, there we go right there. There we go right there. Can we really say the word of God says this, and I really don't see nor understand it, so I'm going to openly admit that I don't quite get it. I'm going to pray about it and seek the Lord to help give me revelation. Can we honestly say that in front of people when they ask you something that you, I really don't know. And I'm going I'm to take the time to see God and search the scripture. Can you really? No, because we feel we got to have a no. We're we, we supposed to know that. No, you don't. No, you don't. Only the Holy Spirit can reveal to you the word of God. Do we consider the authority of the Bible as sufficient without seeking human help in our obedience? Mm. <laughs> we must obey the Lord in everything he teaches us in his word if we would desire to end upon a true spiritual path. This is a sword which is operative to the cleaving of our soul and spirit. In other words, it's only, the, again, the word that is going to separate our spirit and our soul. 
Very early in this volume, we likened our whole being, spirit, soul, and body to the ancient Jewish temple of God's habitation. God dwells in the Holy of Holies. A curtain separates it from the holy place. This curtain seems to enclose God's glory and presence within the Holy of Holies. Barring his glory from the holy place, men at that time therefore can only know the things outside the curtain in the holy place. Apart from faith, then the outward life cannot see the presence, sense the presence of God. So remember, in the temple, he had the outside where everybody came, the middle court where the priest came and they offered sacrifice, but the Holy of Holies was only the high priest went in there once a year. So that's the way the temple is devised. So basically he's saying we're devised that in our own way. And he's even broken it down in this book here where he's broken down the spirit as far as the, uh, uh, um, the, the intuition where you understand, you know, your conscience, and then the Holy of Holies is the way you commune with God. Then in our, in, our, in our soul, we got our mind, our will, and our emotions. And in our flesh, he's broken that down into a lot of different compartments too. So he's broken even those different compartments down into even finer different compartments to understand how we commune with God, how we connect with him. This curtain, however, only exists temporarily. At the point at all when the flesh of our Lord Jesus, which is the reality of the curtain, Hebrew 10 and 20, was crucified on the cross, the curtain was rent from top to bottom. In other words, when he said it is finished and it was done, remember that curtain, and he gave his last breath, that curtain got ripped in two, the, the, the mountains shake, the dead rose up and started walking around the earth. It was done. From It's accomplished fact. From that point on, we have the ability to communicate to our God without going through another vessel, another vehicle. What separated the holiest and the holy place was removed. God's aim was not to dwell permanently just in the holy of holies. Quite the contrary. He desired to extend his presence to the holy place too. He was merely waiting for the cross to complete his work. For it is the cross alone which can rend the curtain and permit God's glory to shine out from the holiest place. The cross alone, nothing else. That is our pathway. That's why all other religions miss it, because the cross alone came through one man alone. He reestablished what the first Adam lost. The cross alone. God today would have God today would have his own enjoy such a temple experience in their spirit and soul if only the cross is allowed to perfect his work in them. Okay, hold up. Let me get into that right there. God today would have his own enjoy such a temple experience in their spirit and soul if only the cross is allowed to perfect his work in them. In other words, if only you're willing to die to yourself. What does he talk about? I I I um I forget the uh, exact terminology, but we must just like to enjoy. The, well, I ain't gonna say enjoy, but experience the the crucifixion on the cross as our Savior did. Who says before we have the power of the resurrection, we must enjoy the the crucifixion on the cross, the mortification. Because you got to die to yourself daily. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, that's the power of the cross. Go ahead, Mark. No, I thought that's what you were talking about when you were saying the um, power of the cross. In the Bible, it talks about crucifying yourself daily. I mean, I'm pretty much dying to yourself in order to take on the cross that he has bared because it's our responsibility to 
um, I'm paraphrasing, it's our responsibility to sacrifice our flesh in order to do those things that Christ did if we, in order to to reign with him and do what it is that he did, we have to die to ourselves daily. I mean, crucify the fleshly things that are in our nature to accomplish those things that are spiritual. So we die first before we reign, not the opposite. Not the opposite. Well, you haven't proven yourself worthy of reigning because you haven't sacrificed anything. And, and, and remember now, this is God's formula. It's not ours. Right. That, that's what we need. This is God's way he has set this thing up. It ain't got nothing to do about how we establish this thing. Because it says, in order to reign with me, you must suffer persecution. And perse- some persecution is unto death. Mm. Mm. Amen. Says, Verily, if I'm like in a whole being, spirit, soul, and body, the ancient Jewish temple of God's habitation. God dwells in the holy holies. A curtain separates it from the holy place. This curtain seems to enclose God's glory and presence within the holy holies. Barring his glory from the holy place, men at that time therefore can only know the things outside the curtain in the holier place. Apart from faith, they in their outward life cannot sense the presence of God. This curtain, however, only exists temporarily. At the appointed hour, when the flesh of our Lord Jesus, which is the reality of the curtain, Hebrews 10 and 20, was crucified on a cross, the curtain was rent from top to bottom. What separated the holiest and the holy place was removed. God's aim was not to dwell permanently just in the holy of holies. Quite the contrary. His desire to extend his presence to the holy place too. He was merely waiting for the cross to complete his work. For it is the cross alone which can rend the curtain and permit God's glory to shine out from the holiest place. God today would have his own enjoy such a temple experience in the spirit and soul if only the cross is allowed to perfect his work in them. As they ungrudgingly obey the Holy Spirit, <laughs> ungrudgingly, I am doing it. No. As they grudgingly obey the Holy Spirit, the communion between the holy and the holiest grows deeper by day until they experience a great change. It is a cross which affects the rending of the curtain. That is, the cross so functions in the life of the believer that he has a rent curtain experience between the spirit and soul. His natural life renounces its independence and wait upon the spirit for direction and supply. Okay, I'm going to read that again. As they ungrudgingly obey the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm going to be real. That ungrudgingly thing is a process. And there are some things that you will ungrudgingly do. And there are some things that you will, and I'm not going to say so much grudgingly, but you just kind of like, all right, Lord. But you're growing in it. And if you understand spirit, soul, and body as we're breaking this thing down, recognize that's your flesh, that's your soul. It don't. It is not going to be in agreement with your spirit. That's the whole. So it is going to naturally oppose what your spirit wants to do. So recognize it for what it is and say, but, but, but God, I'm not going to yield to you, soul. I'm not going to yield to you, flesh. I might not be in the point where now I'm going, okay, Lord, let's do this, and I'm Thank you, no, but I'm still understanding that it's a necessity. See, that's that obedience aspect. 
As they ungrudgingly obey the Holy Spirit, the communion between the holy and the holiest grows deeper day by day until they experience a great change. See, that's your spirit and the Holy Spirit. That's that's that connection. That's that power of God going back and forth, and, and, and it gets it gets grows and gets increases more and more day by day. It is the cross which affects the rending of the curtain. That is the cross so functions in the life of the believer that he has a rent curtain experience between his spirit and his soul. His natural life renounces its dependence and waits upon the spirit's life for direction and supply. Day by day, step by step, seeking, yielding, allowing God to do what it needs to do, you, you slowly begin to transform you slowly begin to change, and you may or may not recognize. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Perfect example is Mark talking this morning about him and, and his experience with the with the lady at, at, at um, his mother's job. You know, he's recognizing change because it's, it's challenging him. It, it's challenging him. See, these are the, these are the experiences that God brings about for us day by day to get us to get up out of ourselves. And sometimes we notice the, the challenges. Sometimes we don't. Because somebody was talking today, and I can't remember what it was, but what came to me as we was talking, a lot of times when you're focused on the outcome and you're focused on I maintain. my Okay, perfect example is Pam when, when she was talking about her and her family situation. And she said, well, in a sense, I'm just really being selfish because I'm trying to maintain peace. Sometimes when you're so focused on peace as another you're really so focused, I got to keep peace, or I need peace, or whatever it is, which is keeping you connected to God, that you're, you're not allowing this other stuff to come in, and you're not even recognizing the growth that you're undergoing because you're so focused on doing, trying to maintain. Sometimes, to be very honest with me, I'm trying to keep my sanity. I'm trying to, I'm trying to hear, I'm trying to move, I'm trying to keep my sanity, I'm trying to move. So I, I, I don't even all the other stuff. Oh, okay, well, okay, all right. You know, it, it's not because I'm, I'm not even involved in that. I'm just trying to stay connected. And as you're doing that process, in and of itself, causes you to grow. And when you're not focused on that, Sam, like you were just saying, when in, in my body and spirit, when you're talking about that, when you're not focused on trying to do that which the, the spirit of the lord tells you to do it's not you you don't even see these attacks coming and that's when you fall for it where it's just like if you weren't focused on hold if pam wasn't focused on trying to keep peace somebody in her family could say something slick and she not be prepared for it and she respond erratically versus when you're trying to the bible says um um I can't think of it, but it's talking about keep your mind stayed and and on me. I'll keep I'll, I'll keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind stayed on me. If you're focusing on that which is eternal, you don't basically allow the temporal things to affect you. Because if we're trying to say in this walk that we're doing better, we're going to do better, and we want to do better, the challenges are going to come to see if you're going to act like the old man or you're going to be the new man. So. When you are in his presence, in his spirit, you see these attacks coming where you would say, okay, I know I'm liable to go here, 
but I'm not. I just can't because it's the, the Bible says it's the word of God that constrains me. And, again, these are the things that come to you, maybe not the scriptures that I'm saying, but comforting scriptures for whomever it is that's going through those processes, that the word comforts them to basically not do that in which they were always prone to do because they're just used to doing it that way because the word is constraining them to do something and be someone different. Because I can honestly say that for me, I think that it is the the word is constraining me from the standpoint of people see and hear and know that you keep on saying that you're a preacher. Now live it and let them see it and not even talk about it. Because I told you guys, it was one of my most favorite books that I read. It was talking about, um, it was called, called Prophetic Evangelism by Mark Stibbe. And the book basically talked about the fact how sometimes ministry is not what you say. Mm. It's it's what people see. Mm. And one of the chapters talked about a, a monk and a Catholic priest. And the the Catholic priest, they were best friends. But the Catholic priest asked the monk, let's go walking through the city and let's go ministering. And the monk always wanted to just go out and minister to people because that was not a part of his actual faith. Um, and the monk basically was walking and every time he would just be excited to try to minister, the priest would not respond or not say anything and just tap him on the shoulder and tell him to be quiet. So from there, um, it was when they got back to wherever they were, and the monk was so upset. He's just like, well, why did you let us say anything? He's like, well, because sometimes our message is not in what we have to say. It's in our walk, and people just have to see it. And let them come to you and respond in the fact of in the fashion of how you walk, not say this is why I walk the way that I walk. So that's the other part of the, the uh, when we were talking about the 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 fact of Pam holding on to peace, because the Bible says pursue peace mm. with all diligence. Oh yes, yeah. seek peace. Oh come on now, seek peace and pursue. What pursue? Does that mean just lightly just look for it? No, it means that you go after it with all. If it, 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 it means if if it has to kill you, mm. go after it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's what it's that's what it really feels like when you are trying to do right, and you know people are wronging you. It seems like it is a death mm-hmm. because the 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 you that you know you are want to go in, but mm-hmm. it's just like well, God, the the word of God constrains me. I can't. Though I want to, but it's not letting me. And the there was there was old folks who say it's just something in there. The Holy just the Holy Ghost just won't let it go, and it's just like I, I'm telling you as I as, as I and I don't and I can't say it's getting older. I don't know what it is, but it's just like I, I'm trying not. Well, you know what? I can I can honestly say this, and and you know here's a here's a um here's a moment of transparency for me. You and I and Erica were on the phone. Um, this was a couple of days before Maria transitioned. We were on the phone. It was a deep conversation. And I said, you know what? I said, I can't give no more excuses as to why it is that I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. And I said, from here on out, I am going to take accountability 
and be responsible for my decisions and choices. Mm. At that point, Sam, I can honestly say that things have started to be different. Mm. They have literally started to be different because I made the decision and the choice to say that I'm going to do something different. I'm not going to be happy with the same stuff and allow the same things to haunt me and, and not forgive and not forgive myself and not to, to do some of those things that I know that I'm responsible to do. Some stuff that I can't, some stuff I'm not responsible for, I can't make anybody responsible for it and I can't make anybody do it. But the things that I know that I can do, I'm going to do. And I have honestly been doing that and I can, can see the efforts and the, and the fruit from the diligence of just seeking God in those areas versus going to Mark, which I'm comfortable with doing. Did you say? Did you say the efforts? You mean what do you mean by the effort? Um, I know you're trying to be funny, but um, I would say the effort to meaning that when something would happen, normally I wouldn't want the the rectification of the issue to be me humbling myself and not going off. Mm. To me, that's an effort. Mm. That I'm knowingly going after something that I wouldn't normally go for because the situation with my mom's my mom's coworker, I don't see where I was wrong at in any of it, but I still apologized because I felt that it was my responsibility to keep the reputation of my family and my mother and her job. She she wouldn't have got in trouble for it, but the thing of it is that this lady and my mom have been working for with each other for twelve years. Mm-hmm. So if I go off on her that's going to be bring shame on my mom. Like, that's the type of children you raise who don't know how to respect older people. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying about my efforts, because if it was the old Mark, I'm saying the heck with what you're saying, lady. Give my money, and you'll get your little project, and I'm going to leave this watermark on there, and I don't care if you pass your class or not. That, that's, that's, that was, that's no effort. Because it's easy, it's normal. It's 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 basically exactly. the first thing that you go to because it's carnal. Exactly. 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 But when you do something diametrically different, that shows the effort and the diligence that God, I'm going to seek you yeah. and let you fight my battle versus fight my battle because I'm good at fighting yes. my own battle. But now it's like God says. I need you to do it how I want you to do it so you can get a desired result. And my mom said something to me. Um, she said, she said, Mark, you don't understand by blessing her, you could have this job and that job will carry you to another position at the VA open up and you get that. And it's just some of the things that I can honestly say that I'm really motivated to do differently. And that's a choice. And I, I, I believe that that is the question that you're asking. I believe those are the efforts I'm putting forward to getting a different outcome, if that answers your question. Hey, man, give me a minute. I'll be right back. Okay. I'm sure you're ready to shoot off, Felicia. Go ahead.
All right, I'm back. But yeah, you you asked my question, and, and and that's really what I want people to understand that, you know, like you said, effort is not. Again, we have to overcome our natural tendency, which requires more strength and and energy than what we would just normally do. So that that's exactly why I asked you that, because yeah, it's a it's a perfect example. Okay. As they ungrudgingly obey the Holy Spirit, the communion between the holy and the holiest holies grows deeper day by day, <clears throat> day by day until they experience a great change. It is the cross which affects the rending of the curtain. <clears throat> that is, the cross so functions in the life of the believer that he has a rent curtain experience between his spirit and soul. His natural life renounces his independence and waits upon the spirit life for direction and supply. So you get to a point that you yield and not what you want to do, but wait upon what God is directing you to do. And the thing about it, the higher the level, the more that that happens. And, you know, a perfect example is Nate. He's had many opportunities to do different things, but he has chosen to wait upon God. Now, see, this is what we're also coming to understand. Waiting upon God, especially as you get on more advanced level, does not mean you're sitting back doing nothing. Waiting upon God, you always got something to do, trust and believe. And you can do a lot of times when you're waiting upon God to give you direction about which path to go, you can start finishing up those loose ends that you didn't have a chance to do. I know I find myself doing that when I'm, okay, Lord, I'm going to stand still. Okay, Father, I'll go back. I'm finishing this up. I'm finishing that up. I didn't have, I'm going back trying to finish up until I get direction, clear direction about what's my next major move or what's the next path I need to go. So again, waiting upon God does not mean you're sitting back, twiddling your thumbs, watching TV, eating, eating, eating eggs, sipping eggs. No, it means you're, you're patiently waiting upon direction but in the meantime, you're still getting yourself together. The curtain was torn in two, top from, from top to bottom, Mark 15 and 38. This has to be God's doing, not man's. When the work of the cross is finished, God tears the curtain. This cannot be achieved either by our labors or by our strength, not even by our entreaty. Mm. Read that again. The curtain was torn in two from top to bottom, Mark 15 and 38. This has to be God's doing, not man's. In other words, remember, Jesus is the one that's making the separation between spirit and soul. So now as you're growing, he's the one that says, okay, I'm going to tell Because, see, I'm going to tell you something else happens, too. You find as you're growing, you find yourself, you, something, you just just dead. I don't have a desire to do that no more. I, I'm good. That curtain, okay, he's he's growing. He's, that's dead. It's to, not that I'm still trying to overcome faith, but that little thing there, you know, whatever. It, it's dead. Okay, he's torn the curtain in that aspect, but he's still dealing with you on other things as well. So that's an ongoing process. So this has to be God's doing, not man's. When the work of the cross is finished, God tears the curtain. This cannot be achieved either by our labors or by our strength, not even by our entreaty. The moment the cross accomplishes its task, at that moment the curtain is rent. 
Let us therefore renew our consecration and offer ourselves to God without reservation. Let us be willing to have our soul life committed to death in order that the Lord who dwells in the holiest may finish his work. If he observes that the cross is wrought thoroughly enough in us, the Lord shall indeed integrate the holiest and the holy holy within us, just as he centuries ago rent the curtain by his might, so that his Holy Spirit might flow out from his glorious body. So basically, again, it's the Lord that's doing it. He's the one that's directing our steps, and he is the one that will separate spirit, soul, and body. And that is our lesson for today. All right. Questions, comments, criticisms, conclusions. Good morning. What's up, my dear? Nothing much. Um, I just have to comment on that last part because um, I think that's where a lot of error is found because people assume that they're the ones doing it. Mm. They can bum rush their way in into the holies of holies and it's not it's not even you. Mm. It's because he gave you access. You know. And then there's those who, you know, again three levels. It's the one who think it's by their might that they are in the Holy of Holies. It's those who are um, scared to go in, even though they have access into. And then there are those who are still, who who see the access, but still want to go through the whole process of before being stuck. You know how they say there are people people who are even now in the back countries of some south areas that don't know that they're free. You know, they still think they're slaves. You know, and it's like it's that kind of mentality that's still out there as well. So it's like, again, like we, we were talking, everything is a process. But if we're not open to learning it, which is the relationship, if you're not open to learning that he he, he, he tore down that wall, you know, there's no one needing to walk past it, hoping that this one person is able to get to God for you when you can go and do that wall for yourself. And he's just standing there like, with his arms, you know, with the arm of greeting, saying, come on in, come on, come on, you know, I'm giving you full, I'm giving you full access, you know, and it's just, I just have to point that out. Some people, some people get it, and, you know, that rude person shoving past the mic, yeah, yeah, move out the way, you know, and that other one's just like timid, but he said, "Come boldly." There, there's a difference. He boldly does not mean an ignorance or disrespect, 
boldly does not mean, you know, coming cocky and full of ego, but boldly means knowing the authority that you have to do it because it's been given to you and you understand it. That it goes back to that prayer that we always do now for that wisdom, knowledge, understanding. And that's key. And that goes back again to relationships so it's all connected. That's all I had. I'm sorry. Go back on it. Hello? Hello. I'm here. How are you? It got real quiet. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Okay, I'm back. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to connect with people. You know, I'm out of pocket, so you know how that goes. All right. Um, don't know if anybody else got anything. Um, 
Only thing I can say is that for us to do our part and get in line. I mean, get ourselves in line. And the one thing that we talk about daily and we struggle with daily, and that's not to make it about ourselves. Amen. And to also keep focus. If this is what we say, be true to our word of, 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 of all things. If this is what we come into agreement with the Lord on his word, and we make his word our word, then we should be able to show it. And when we show, we show him in us. Mm. We don't sit up here and we say, okay, we agree with you and what you say and this, that, that, we believe in you. And when it comes time to show it, then we wind up being scared. <laughs> and um, when you said about the curtain being torn in two, uh kind of remind me of the scripture you gave me to um, read daily, the Hebrews 4 and 12. Mm-hmm. Okay. For us, okay, we say we're with him, but we have to be willing for the Holy Spirit and to cut off our old flesh from Mm. our spiritual in order for our spiritual to grow and to reveal itself. Mm. But we still have to put our flesh under submission for that is not about the flesh. Mm -hmm. It's about raising up your spiritual. Amen. So uh, we don't understand it because we have been beaten into submission from day one on if we do something and everybody else around us is so happy, we take it upon ourselves to grab onto ownership of it. And then so now it's down to the point now it's a second nature thing to us that this is something we have to feel. Because as I said before, it's not about us. <laughs> but that's something about- good what she just said right there. Hey, Mark. I said that's something good what you said right there because because we were so used to it being the normal thing, it is like second nature. But as mm-hmm. much as uh, more and more that we go through this process, those things that are spiritual are more second nature than those things that. Because we're not feeding them with carnal, but we're feeding them in which the spirit needs. Mm-hmm. So it is second nature, like praying, popping off, um, cussing, speaking in tongues. And I know these are these are options now, viable options versus just saying I got road rage. And I want to hit you with my car versus Jesus bless them. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, it's truly giving ourselves a deviation of a different option that we normally would not choose on our own. This is true. Well, I have, I have one for you and I had just went through this the other day. Uh, I had one person they said they wanted to come over and get their hair done. 
I said, okay. They asked me how much it would be. I told them. Okay, now they said, well, I'm going to bring somebody with. Can my price be lower? So I cut it off by five. I cut it down by $5. Okay, then they called me back two days later and said, well, just be them. Now, the stipulation was the second person person coming in, you get $5 off. Okay, but see, then I was allowed to put myself into a bigger position and just leave it at that $5 off price, even though the other person didn't show up. So that was the stipulation of getting extra $5 off. So when it revealed to me a little bit later on when the person showed up, um, they got their hair done. And when they got finished, because they had left the money on the table, they, they didn't give the money directly to me. It so wasn't said, the whole well, thing. So here goes the thing. They were getting to leave out, and I said, did you pay me? And she said, oh, no, I left the money on the table. Leaving money on the table. I have a granddaughter here. There's other people in the house. It could have came up and missing. You never put the money in my hand. So sitting it on the table, you paid the table. You didn't pay me. But here go the next one. She calls me back later on, and then she said, well, can I come get my hair done? Next Monday. I said, sure. So she's like, okay, well, since I'm not getting the, um, the intense conditioner, how much will it be? Okay, now remember, I took $5 off if she brought in a second person, but then I gave her I gave her favor by just sticking to that second price. Okay, she's looking to see how much I'm paying attention because, see, now she's asking, well, since I, I'm not getting that other conditioner, how much is it going to be? And I had to bring back to her, I had to bring it back to her to let her know I wasn't crazy. I said, I didn't charge you for that intense conditioner. I charged you for a regular conditioner. And so she was like, oh. I said, uh, I said yeah, so that's the way that works. But you have people who would set up and they would try to take your kindness for a weakness or even just see how much you're paying attention. But in the meantime, see, it goes back to that old second nature stuff of, okay, well, this is what I want. It's not looking at it to the bigger realm of how we're uplifting each other. But if I think that you're sleeping, or if I think you're not paying attention, or if I think you're too male-mannered, I'm gonna take advantage of your. I'm gonna take advantage of. I'm gonna take advantage of you. But if a shame was somebody has to call you to the carpet to awaken you back up to realize, you know, you're totally out of pocket, out of line with that. Now, am I going to? Throw them out there into amongst wolves? No. But it's something that they have to get in tune with themselves in order to realize 
stop trying to make it all about you. Millionaires and people with a lot of money, they have gained their wealth on the bones and lives of people who they thought was easy prey. But when it comes down to everlasting life, where he saw with Lazarus and the and, and 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 the man who had so much money, now he went into death. Lazarus has the upper hand, where the man is just asking for Lazarus to give him um, some cooling water just to quench his thirst. But the thing of it is, we got to stop making it about us. If you uplift me, I uplift you, then we're walking in the brotherhood, the sisterhood of God's word. Time is criticism. Amen. Amen. Anybody else got anything? Anybody got anything going once? Anybody got anything going twice? Anybody got anything going three times? All righty. So it's time for prayer requests. The child wanted me to pray about the trafficking thing, so I'm going to do that. Huh? So Morgan wanted me to pray about the sex trafficking thing. Oh, okay. Father God, your ghost grandmother goes to the dead. Father God, your compost kid is a combat. Ha. Share it up on both kid is a combat. Kid is a Father God, we come against those yet at the gun. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, Father, I'm going to take it to where it's at. I'm coming against those spirits right now in the name of Jesus. That are leading man down this path. Holy Spirit, send your warring angels to attack those very spirits that are driving men to do this. Send your warring angels to attack those very spirits. Wage war in that behalf and give those the individuals who are in the natural those tools that are needed so they can wage war in this realm, Father. Attack from all realms, Father. Open up avenues that have been closed and close those that have been opened by the leadership of the Holy Spirit so this thing can begin to fall apart and you will begin to your word will enter in and I claim salvation for those that will yield and allow you to enter in in Jesus name I pray Amen Amen Interesting Alrighty 
Okay. Who else wants to go first? I'll go first. I don't know how long, much longer my voice going to hold out. Who's there? Huh? Oh, that's Renee. Okay. All right, Father God, I'm going to lift up Nene. You rumble, she to go say, she to go say, she to go Sandraka. Brandy to go say, she to go say, she to grandy to go Sadat. Father God, I'm praying for Renee right now. You rumble, she to go Sandraka, to go say, Dickie. I'm praying for her. You're a Kosila Kandra, she to go Saka. Bore de she to go Sandraka. Bore de de go Sandraka. Bore de de go say, de go say, de go say, de go say, she to go Sandraka. Holy Spirit, you're going to help her to hear from you. The Kosa. Holy Spirit, you're going to go to the Robo Shiraka. Karamba could guide her. Holy Spirit, you're all Shiraka. Say, Shiraka. Say, Shiraka. Lead her down the pathway that you want to go. Run to the Go. Say, Shiraka. Say, Holy Spirit, you're going to go to the Shiraka. Help her on Bushkara. Let the Word of God permeate. Let the Word of God enter in. Let the Word of God separate that which needs to be separate. Yeraka. Say, Shiraka. Father God, yes, Enter into her life, Shagorandit, as you continue to draw her closer to you, Russia, as you continue to, 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 to separate spirit from soul and body, as you continue to illuminate who she is, Father Russia, not who she thinks she is, but who she truly is, Lord. Continue, Father, to do the work that is needed, that will cause a growth and a transformation to occur in her life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. All right, who's next? I'll go next. Either or. No, no, go over that way first. (laughs) All right, Father, let me lift up Pam's family. Rambush <laughs> Brandy to go say she to go say she to go Saraka. Yes, 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 Father. Help our family to see and to seek you. Help our family holders of the Holy Spirit as you continue to minister to them, you're to go let your word rise up, you should go Sandaka, for let them yield to you, Father. Horashigiriruguzada, <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're on Bushka and Dirica, Haradiki de Gosaka, Haradiki de Gasa, Harambushka de Gasa, Hashiriki, she did the Gumboko. In Jesus' name I pray, Amen. Amen. That's your family. Let me pray for you. 
Father God, Rombo go shit go say 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 shit go saraga. Roko Sandra shit go say shit go say shit go say shit go saraga. Roko Sandra shit go say shit go say shit go say shit go saraga. Rombo go shit go Sandra shit go say shit go say shit go saraga. Hmm. Yereko Boski, Yereko. Shindiriko Sede. Thank you, Father God. Continue to move as you see fit. Let your word do that which no other needs to be done. She is your daughter. You have chosen her to walk this path. And you will finish that which you started in her life. Perfect all things that concern her and allow her to come forth to become the woman of God you call her to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, Brother Mark, run to the go say she to go say she to go say she to go say she to go Saraka. Huh. Really? Holy Spirit, increase in that arena. Stir him up, Father. Yeraco shift in him. God is a great physician. He knows how to get the desired results. He is maneuvering. And maneuvering and maneuvering, the Holy Spirit strives with us. He is maneuvering you. You're beginning to see and to seek. You're beginning to understand and yield. Let him finish the processes that he has started. Let him carry you where he knows you need to go. Let his word rise up inside of you. So you can become the fullness of what he's called you to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody getting off simple today. Woo-hoo. I was thinking that. Hmm? I said, I was just thinking that. Mm-hmm. Hey, but you know you know how that goes. So, uh, calm, before the, calm before the storm. That's exactly why I said go in your direction first because I thought something was coming. <laughs> yeah, I know. You ain't, you ain't slick, I know. Uh, go over there. <laughs> you look, look, I've been trying to go last so he can out of energy. <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to hide behind the door. Be like, oh, I ain't hiding. I got a Come hotel last time. I do. I peeked through the hole first. Whoop on first, mama. Whoop on first. Yeah, because you know she ain't got no strength after she didn't beat the first one. Actually, I ain't gonna lie. It never worked with my mother. By, hey, by the time, by the time she got to me, she was she was even angry. She had built up some energy. No. Yeah, mine was too. By the time I got to me, she was bad. I let my brother do it. I got my brother some stuff that I shouldn't have. So yeah, mine would just do it just to do it. Yeah, my mama, she 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 should. I whooping up a dog collar. I said, that ain't cute. <laughs>
Yeah, but I just thought he was gonna go hard, and I really did. That's what I was talking about. No, I just mean, got out of my this week. I'm sure y'all do right. <laughs> Girl, if you don't stop barking. All righty. Well, who wants to step up next? I want prayer. Oh, my child. Isn't that special? You want me to pray for you or somebody else? Your choice. Well, I'll pray for you, and then we'll see what happens after that. How about that? Okay. Okay. Bora ye de kosi de kumbra de saka. Yarra kumbuska randa kosaka. Yarra kumbuska de kanda. Yarra kosi de kumbukrandaka. Bo yes yes yes. Yield to the power of the Holy Spirit. Yield yarra kumbuka de de kanda de kumbuska randa kanda. And let him increase in your heart and your life. Yarra de kumbukrandi de kasandaka. Let the grace of and anointing of God yet the kumbus karandirgasanda permeate yet the coasted the kumbukranda sadakanda. Let the grace and the anointing of God yet the kusandranirgasanda permeate yet the kusandranirgasanda. Let the grace and the anointing of God yet the kusandakanda permeate yet the kusandakanda. Let the kusse shirakanda ka the kusandranirgodeke. Yes, 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 Father, continue to move inside of her, Lord. Continue to increase and cover her. Continue to let her understand that it's only in you and through you that she will grow and become the woman of God you're calling her to be, Lord. Let her not slide into darkness, but to be covered by your blood, Jesus. You will keep her in you, in Jesus' name. I pray, man. Amen. 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 All righty, who's next? Anybody want prayer going once? Send out a text All right, well, I'll send him a text. Anybody else want prayer until the meantime? Mark? I'm here. No, he's already had prayer, dear. She's trying to set you up. 
Oh no, I've been I've been on my I've been on my game, niece. I've been doing what I've got to do. I've already got my whooping for the day. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, uh, ball head, I'll pray for you, I guess, again. Well, I'm waiting on Ned. I think he's getting ready to come on. Okay. All I was going to say is whoop him, Jesus, whoop him. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> I know Pam and Renee would, would have wanted me to say that, but I wasn't going to say that for real. Look, look, look. When I open my eyes, the whooping begins then. <laughs> <laughs> Look, look, and sometimes not even even before. <laughs> right. Sure. Oh, my prayer, please. Hi, sweetie. Hi. Hello. I'm good with you. Okay. Hello. Is that Nate? Yes, yeah. Okay. I'm going to pray for Nate, and I'm going to pray for you, okay? She's like, okay, no problem. All right, let me lift you up, Nate. Okay, Father God. Okay, Strengthen him, Father. First of all, strengthen him in his body, Lord. Mm. He needs that so he can press on, Father. Mm. Let his spirit give his body what it needs. Mm. Holy Spirit, work through your spirit, his spirit, through his soul into his body so his body will have the strength to rise up and to press on beyond himself, Lord. See, that's walking the supernatural strength. Whereas normally he would be tired and weary, but God, you are supernaturally touching this man of God right now. He will be refreshed and restored when he can get in an hour's worth of rest where normally he will be needing several, Father. See, that's when you're supernaturally working him because right now, Father, the enemy is throwing everything at him to try to get him to quit, but God. He will be able to be supernaturally restored and refreshed, even if you give him minutes of sleep, minutes of just peace. But it will supernaturally charge him so he'll be able to finish the course. Thank you, Father, for that. Now his soul, Father, keep him at peace. Because when he's at peace, he can hear from you. He can see what you're doing. And he will allow you to work all things together for, for the good and for your glory, Father. Give him the peace, that supernatural peace, Lord, that will keep him properly and perfectly positioned, Lord. Mm. Ooh, Father God, I see a great and mighty move that you are doing. Mm. Wow. And even even when I, I texted you, that prayer was very pur- uh, purposeful earlier when I prayed for that man. It was very purposeful because God is bringing you all together. 
Yes, 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 God. Oh, Father God. And it's going to be a unique thing, a unique type of bond. That only God can bring about. Now, okay, we about to get deep here. Give me one second. Oh, Jesus. No, we got to get a little bit deeper than this. Father God, he needs immediate financing right now. Open up the coffers, Father, so that it will allow him to take the next steps, Lord. Even today, Father, that immediate financing that will allow him to go what is needed to take the next steps, Father. Now, Holy Spirit, as you are strategically pulling all these things together, bring everybody into one one accord. Touch the hearts and the minds of the spirit, souls, and body of those that he is closely working with, Father, so that everybody will be in one accord. Father God, anybody who chooses not to totally listen to you, uh, just just move remove them from the equation for this time, Lord, because right now you need that unification. <laughs> You need that sanctification, that unification, so that you can do as you have desired to do, Father. I'm asking for a peace, a supernatural peace, to just to begin to descend upon him, upon his family, upon his seven degrees of separation, Father. You go around and bind them together, Father. Those that for this last journey, this last leg of the journey, bind them together, Lord, so they will just flow, Father, in perfect unity, Lord. They will hear from you individually as well as corporately, Lord. If necessary, they can even finish each other's sentences because you are speaking through them. That's what I'm asking for, the revelation. And, Father, even in, the, in that, in that you go to his invention, Lord, I'm asking you to supernaturally just begin to download ideas and directions and how you want things to flow, Lord, so that even in the, in the pulling it out to the next level, it's coming out as you are dictating, Father. Father, God, so touch them individually and corporately, Lord. Lord, and move in a mighty way, Father. And them too, Lord. They need to be touched in their bodies, Lord, because the enemy is attacking them as well. I'm asking you to touch them in their bodies, Lord. Let your supernatural spirit, y'all, come begin to descend upon their bodies. And they too can overcome that which is ailing them, that which the enemy has been using to cause them to stop, to slow down. But they will begin to get a burst of strength, a refreshing, a restoration. So, Father, just like when Elijah, he sat in there and you gave him that bread <laughs> and they're drinking it. It was for 40 days. <laughs> that's what you can do. And that's what we're seeking you to do, Father. So, Father God, as you know, things need to be orchestrated. Move in that capacity so he can rise up to finish that which he has put his hand to. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. 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 Thank you. You got anything, Brother Mark? I was praying while you're praying that he become the the um the father of his corporation and they take on his heart. And and when you said say the things that he would say and finish each other's sentences, 
that's what I was praying when, when you were, I was praying that they take on his heart and basically understand that it, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know how to say this, but I, I was praying that the team gets the revelation that the invention is not indicative to finances. The, indic- the the invention is to basically put a mark on to put a mark on the society to help the world, and because of that, that's where the finances and resources will come from. And I was praying that they would understand that his heart is not just money. It's basically to bring something to a catalyst and basically make a paradigm shift and understand the significance of the shift versus it just being about resources and finances. Do you understand what I'm saying, Brother Nate? Yes, sir. So that that's my prayer, them understanding that your heart is to basically help the people. But, yes, doing so, resources should be there. But that's not your main goal because even in the midst of all this, where there was no resources and there was no funding, God still kept you and God is keeping you. So it's not about the financial resources at this point is about making the change and basically the dream that God gave you was to encompass the whole vision. And and that's where the individual strategies are coming in, where they're needed as a group and a team, but they need to understand that in order to get to the next step, they have to know your heart. You have to be able to trust them. They have to be able to trust one another. It's like, um, I, there was a there's an icebreaker that we used to do um, in in um, in government student government in high school where everyone gets in a circle and you um, sit down on the person's inner left thigh or knee leg um, inner left knee and basically you see how strong you are because you are jointly fit together. And the only time that someone will fall is if somebody breaks that chain. But no matter if somebody pulls you or not, if you're anchored in and everybody is sitting on that one leg, no matter what happens, nobody can stand up without the other ones. Nobody can sit down without the other ones. It's just one fitly tight link. And the key there is that everyone has to move on a cord at the same time. If you stand up, it has to be one, two, three, stand up. One, two, three, sit down. It can't be one person stand up, and then that that affects the whole team, not just one one person. If it not affects that whole team, not just that one person who basically moved out of turn. So that's essential that you guys work as a machine where it's like God was saying that you have to choreograph your moves of the song. Of this process, your movements have to be choreographed. And and I said that the last time we talked about, like, basically the expressions of things of that nature. Everyone has to be doing the same thing and and look the same way and and be groomed and polished and and, and look the part as well as speaking the part.
I got you. Huh? All right, Nate, and also, um, let me know if you if you want to, you know, we were talking about before about all of us getting together. Let me know if you still want to do that and how we're going to do it. Okay. That will probably be done before Saturday because that's the meeting at Saturday at 8 o'clock. Oh, in the morning? So, yeah. <laughs> huh? so it'll probably be Friday or it might be Thursday. Okay. All right. Well, let me know. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Hey, Sam. Yeah. Can I get Brother Mark to um, pray for me? Sure, go ahead. Yeah, thanks. Mark? Hmm? I'm here. I'm I'm sorry. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yes, you want you to pray for. All right. Anything in particular or just pray? Well, I would say just prayer. (laughs) Because if I take it out, it's just going to be a surface thing. No, the reason why I ask that question is because sometimes the surface things are basically to help you get to the other places. But is there something in particular that you are desiring right now? Okay. I would say um, the covering of my house with financially covered and also for me and for whatever my body is going through with this weather. Okay, I have a couple questions for you, and I was going to ask you this a couple of days ago, but I just didn't, so I apologize. That's okay. Um, well, I'm going to give you a situation first before I pray, because this is what I hear. I, I don't know exactly why, but this is what I hear. When I moved to Indiana when I got married, um, my ex-wife and I tried to figure things out about financing for our home and everything. Mm -hmm. And what God ended up showing us was that versus because we were both entrepreneurs, he said, what do you, what can you do with your hands? And then this, this, these questions came about a business, but it was just more the fact that the business was to help other people. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you a few questions and then I'm going to basically pray for you because, um, I thought when you asked me the question of praying for you and whatever comes with, it was financial, honestly. Um, if you didn't have a job right now, what could you do with your hands? It's funny that you said that because I'm self-employed. Okay. What could you do with your hands? Well, I do crafts. I also um, do hair. I knew it was crafts. That's what I'm trying to get to. Um, what The crafts that you need, that you do right now, what would you need to actually go full fledged out and do it? Mm. Um, for right now, off the top of my head, I would just say supplies and um, very hard determination. I'm not worried about the determination right now. What kind of supplies? Oh, um, I would say like um, yarn. Needles, um, accessories to go along for it, depending on what I'm making. Okay. Um, if you had these things, when could you start? As soon as I get them. Okay. Um, 
sorry, I'm being attacked by the killer mob of dogs. Okay. Um, now, with that being said, if you were to have these supplies, what would you name it? Mm. I mean, if you were to have these supplies, what would you name your business and company? Oh, okay. Um, Heart Goods. You said what? Heart Goods. Okay. Now that you named your company, now that you expressed what it is that you desire and need, um, your baby is going to desire for you to nurture it and feed it. So from here on out, heart goods is going to be one of your heartbeats other than you doing people's hair. And, and, and we're going to give you a strategy on how to help bring heart goods into full effect. Okay? Okay. Um, so when you basically name a child, once you've given birth to it, you basically have a demand on yourself to basically nurture this child and feed this child and do what's right for this child, correct? Correct. Okay. Now with that being said, Father, we ask that you would just touch right now, Father God, we ask that you would allow Sister Renee to have inventive ideas as well as witty inventions, Father God, as well as the resources to do so. But Father, we ask you also to give her the strategy to understand that there are free services and things such as that where she will be able to get resources as well as coupons and things of that nature to just start off small, Father God. But while she is working with her hands, Father God, we ask that you would give her an understanding that you are the one who basically allows us to master these small things and make us masters of many, Father God, and big things, Father. And we just ask that you would allow her to speak heart goods while she's working on people's heads and doing their hair, Father God, and ask them what is it they would desire to do or have her to do for them, Father God, so she can make her home a vertical income, Father God, where she can do one thing out of it as well as another thing, Father God. And I ask that you continue to build upon those two things as of right now, Father God, that she can do out of her house, Father. And we just ask that you will get the blessing, you will get the manifestation, Father God, and you will get the glory behind all of this. We ask these things in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now, with that being said, you understand there are things like Facebook, um, there are things like um, Craigslist. There are things like Let Go. There are things like Estes where you can get some of these different things for a little of nothing. Uh huh. Even if you go to, um, even if you go to um, Hobby Lobby, you can get some of these I- items full price, and you get a forty percent coupon. All you need is one needle to start with. And one ball of yarn, and yarn is cheaper at Walmart than it is anywhere. True. So if you were to get a needle that was $8, you use a coupon at Hobby Lobby and get 40% off, that's um, that's $4 off of the 8 if not more. That's $5 needle that you can basically start to do something with. And you just put it around your house. Oh, girl, who did that? I did. You want to buy it? Amen. Amen. And and not to cut you off, but that's that's what I've been doing. No, I I I just I only say what I see. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be in a with you. I'm oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm just, no, no, ma'am. I didn't. I didn't think you were being difficult, but I'm just. I was just sharing. 
I only say it because I see it. I, I, I try not to um, to guess what people are doing, guess who they are. I'm, I'm honestly just encouraging you to know that the streams of income are there in your house because uh-huh. the Bible says this, and, and my encouragement to you is this. The woman who was a widow, whose husband was a prophet, she had debtors, and she went to the prophet of God and said, what should I do? to make sure that my child does not go into slavery. And her husband's, um, her husband's um, um, boss was a prophet. He was in the company of prophets. He said, well, what do you have in your house, lady? She says, well, I have um, merely just a flask of oil. He said, well, go borrow many vessels, a many, not a few. And he says, as many vessels as you have, pour and your oil shall remain. Once you're done with all the vessels, you will, you won't have to pour, you won't have anything else to pour into. Then go sell them, and pay your debtors and live. And that's my encouragement to you that whatever you have in your house, whatever you have to do to get get um, more supplies, get it. Like say for instance, if your friends are coming over to get their hair done, mm-hmm. girl, I'm starting a ministry as well as a business. When you come, bring a bring a um, bring a um, a thing of yarn. That's a blessing. That's a that's a gift, a contribution. That where you're you you're in you're 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 ministering to them from the standpoint. You bless me, you're going to be blessed, and and that's 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 the the way that we do things in Christendom, where it's not about monetary things. Sometimes, oh, you're starting this. Do you want to do this? I'll, I'll I'll help you, but if we don't ever ask, or and the Bible says you have not because you ask not. The reason why we haven't done some some of these things is possibility that they didn't know that you were doing crafty business with your hands. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Now just let me do a little commercial in between there. Okay. Um, people who know me, they know that I do this, and the thing that I have been that has been up, the opposition has been up against me, I can ask people for help or to do things, and this is the two reactions I get. Either it's up to a point of where if they do something for me now, they're looking for me to be in in agreement with something that's not going to be good that they want me to do for them. Or either I get treated the way somebody else has treated them when they ask them for a favor. Or just well, yeah, no, but see, that's the thing. We're not asking for them to do us a favor. We're asking them to be a blessing. That's not a favor. Okay. A blessing and a favor are two different things. And if they don't do it, that's fine. If they right. do it, great. But you're not doing – this is not a bartering experience. This is – I'm telling right. you, this is what – no, no, I'm saying I'm, – when I'm – I talk – when I'm talking, I'm not saying – I'm not – charging it at you I'm basically saying like this is how you deal with them and this we're not bartering right now I'm basically saying I'm venturing out if you want to be a part of this and meaning that you want to help and be a blessing do so this is not I'm not giving you anything in exchange or anything this is what I'm doing and if God has let this on your heart to basically help good if not good because I'm still going to do what God says he, he God wants me to do that's what I was saying I'm not I'm not charging it like to be negative on you or anything I'm just saying that this is that's your expression because people are always going to want something for nothing, right? And, and this is, 
Go ahead. And the thing, the thing that, I, the, okay, thing that I was going to say to you because you just said the whole thing that I was trying to tell you. But where if this is something that's not done from your heart, if it's not on your heart to do, then don't do it. Right. But if it's on your heart, make yourself available for a blessing. Right. To be a blessing. Right. Because that same woman who you gave a five dollar discount to, mm-hmm. she could she could she could bring you a five dollar piece bag of yarn in exchange. I'm just saying if she wanted to bless you and she wanted to do decent, is that's that, mm-hmm. that's that's what I was saying. It was um because people, but you know the thing of it is sometimes we have to understand that we might have to change our circle of in, um sphere of influence because I mean if you don't understand that I'm trying to do something different. Come what may, I mean, maybe I, I shouldn't have to involve myself with some. When you, I don't want to say I don't want to be ugly right now, but sometimes <laughs> we are around pettiness and and crabs. We get mm-hmm. pettiness and crabs. Sometimes we have to kind of look a little different, be a little different, hang on a little different to get a different response. And and that's what my that's what my encouragement is is that. Hopefully you could basically have some friends to say, because there's nothing that Erica would say. Like Erica told me that she wanted to launch EFOD. I'm just learning how to use um, a design program called Photoshop or Adobe Mm -hmm. Illustrator. I took it upon myself to start making her some flyers for EFOD because I know that she's going to need it. Uh Do I want something from that? No. Do I need something from that? No. This is my one of my best friends, so therefore I'm going to make sure that she starts off right and that she gets what she needs. So if it's just something commercial as a, a flyer, it might not be the best flyer, but it's going to be decent looking and it's going to have her picture on there and people will know who she is and what she's about and what her ministry is as well as her business. Because yeah. that's who... That's who I am, and that's who I would desire for someone to acknowledge her and, 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 and use her services and things of that nature. Will I get a blessing from that? Yes. Am I doing it for a blessing from that? No. I'm just saying that that's just who we are as a people. So, therefore, that same thing, just like you gave her a discount, you have good in you. There's some people around you that have some good in them as well, and you just give them that opportunity to be do what? Be good. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. Like I said, we 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 are agreeing on the same thing. Yeah, we are. Because, but I mean, people are going to be people in selfish and hateful because they ain't doing it. Well, yeah, this is true too. This is true too, and I and I'm a firm believer. Whatever's put on your heart to do to help out somebody else, yeah. never limit your blessings by you stamping what you want to look to come back from it. Right. I mean, so that's just going back to what Sam was talking about earlier. Okay, we go to the holy of holy for our spiritual. We don't go to the holy of holies to see what all we can get and hoard. (laughs) That's the whole thing. So... Like I said, for right now, I know I have quite a few people that's around me. Um, I'm staying true to what 
to, to, to the voice that I'm hearing, and that is just to stay focused and to, and, and you know, and, 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 you know, just observe. So for right now, I'd always tell people I'm sitting up in the balcony with my popcorn and my big goat. And, you know, and then, too, also for patience. So that way I'm not so quick to try to prejudge or to talk out of turn by getting my own old thoughts in the way. Right. Okay, because I have quite a few people. Um, they're watching. They're looking. And then the first thing they say, well, how did she do this? How did she do that? And I have some around me that's just trying to see what they can see or find so that they can go back and then that will be their conversation about me to somebody else. But in the meantime, you're so willing to sell me out, but what is it that you're missing out on yourself that you need to work on yourself? Right. I mean, because usually people sit up there trying to down somebody else in order to cover up that spot that they need to work on on themselves. Sure. But then it's also under the same premise where people say, well, can't nobody do this, can't nobody do that, but it all depends on where your mind is and what you believe in and also pursuing your purpose. Right. So, like I said, I got, I got what you're saying. Yes, ma'am. And under the thing of you, you have not because you ask not, well, I ask in the physical. And I also take people at their word and their decision. Okay. And then, too, I pray and I ask the Holy Spirit and the Father the things that I want to happen. Now, if one of the people, one of the people that's in the physical is put on their heart to do it, okay, good. If it's not put on one of the hearts to do it, okay, I can get with that too. But for them to self they had try to feel make me feel like I'm in bondage under them for doing one little thing. I just I I, I just can't roll with that. Right. They don't have that type of power over me. I'm not gonna allow them to have that type of power over me. Right. But in the meantime, huh? I said, I understand totally. Okay. I don't, so, I hate, I hate to owe somebody anything, especially when they, you know that they're going to throw it up. Well, I had one, I had one um thing, well, really turned into two, but it was with the same person. And they put themselves out there and volunteered to go do something. They didn't have to do it. Matter of fact, it wasn't even for them to do it. But they volunteered. Okay, a little bit later, I was going to go sit down and um, get something to eat. 
and show you just how, how strong the devil was that day. Because I was pregnant with my middle daughter, so I was like about about like about eight months, and I've been standing up on my feet all day. So I ran out of color, and I told my manager. So it was my cousin's wife. She said, "Oh, I'll go get it." I said, "No, you don't have to go get it because it's my manager's job to make sure I have the products I need to work with." She said, oh, no, 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 I'll get it, I'll get it, I'll get it. Okay, so manager gave her the money. She went and got it. Now, she only went down, she only went a short distance down the street. She comes back. By the time I get finished doing what I had to do, now I'm going to have me a seat to relax my legs and get something to eat. Now, here it is. This underlying spirit comes up, and she said, oh, no, you're going to do some stuff to me. I said, excuse me? I went and done this. I said, I told you, you didn't have to do it. But I did it. I said, but again, I told you, you didn't have to do it. Well, this is what I want you to do for me. Luckily, I didn't lose my job that day. Uh, <laughs> uh, were you on the call? Were you on the call earlier today? When we were talking about this. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, <laughs> Okay, and the reason was I didn't get physical with. Her, but what she's doing was because the place I worked at, we got employee discount. And employee discounts only qualify for certain situations. And so I was like, first off, calm your voice. She said, no, you're going to go get this for me, get that for me, blah, blah, blah. I looked at my cousin, and he said, first off, hush, told his wife to hush. And she said, no, but I went and did he said again, he told, she told you, you didn't have to go do that. But why are you so bent on putting her in a situation for where you feel like you got your foot on her neck? Well, I want this up again. And I asked her, I said, is my name on your bank, bank statement, your checking account, any of your credit cards? No. Right. I can't do that. And so her husband had explained the thing to her again. So I got her. I didn't hold her. I didn't call her out in front of everybody. But I told her, I said, you know something? Why are you trying to put me in a position where I wound up losing my job? Well, I, did, I said, uh-uh. See, you know something? I'm a given person. I'm a nice person. But see, for that right there, that was just malicious what she was trying to do to me. I said, but you know, since I know that's how you operate, you ain't got to worry about me to ask you to do anything for me. Not one thing. Oh, oh, you got it wrong. I said, no, I didn't get it wrong. I got it right. But I'm just letting you know. So in the meantime, it was about maybe a year and a half, about two years later, uh, I was pregnant with my last kid. And so she was babysitting somebody's kids, and uh, they no longer needed her services. So it was 
brought through the family that she needed, you know, she wanted to babysit. So I said, okay, well, this is a family member. She's looking for extra money. Um, I can let her babysit, and maybe we can come to uh, an agreement on both ends. Okay, now, here you go. I'm talking to her. I'm asking her how much she planned on charging, and she told me. I said, are you licensed? She said, no. I said, I'm not paying you that. And she said, but don't you need a babysitter? I said, if I got to pay somebody, if I got to pay you the price of a licensed person, I might as well go to a licensed facility. She said, but we're family. I said, uh-huh, exactly. I said, now, if you were looking for some extra money, I need a sitter. Okay, maybe we can work out something. It'd be applicable for both of us. You tried to get me right at the gate. No, I can't go for that now. Because if something happened to one of my kids at your house, I'm going to fool you like a licensed person, right? <laughs> That's the truth. And I said, too, I want your social security number. So I'm definitely writing this off if I'm stupid enough to let you babysit. Did you say stupid enough? Huh? Did you say stupid enough? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh. So, <laughs> in the meantime, as we go on and stuff, the place that I had my daughter at, uh, for this like for the last two weeks, if they don't show up or them um, attending there, you have to pay them half price. Okay, so I said, well, I tell you what, sis, for the last two weeks, I have to pay them half price, and I pay you half price. And then that way we can go back to what we agreed upon. She said, no. I said, oh, really? And then the first thing came out of my mouth, why don't you ask your father to do it? I said, first off, this ain't got nothing to do with him. This is between me and you. And I don't know what in the world made you think that folks supposed to roll over and play dead, but they ain't, but it's not happening here. But you know something? I tried working with you. This is the second go around with you. We ain't got to worry about this no more. Then she tells me, oh, well, for the price I told you, um, I only will be able to babysit one night, too. I said, guess what? See, right there at your own mouth, you're going to let me know. You're not the person for me. So if I don't have two kids, I'll, have to, I'll need for you to babysit. Right. I said, but I'm not that thirsty. I'm not that hungry. God will make a way. And evidently, you're not it. Right. So after that, she was mad at me and stuff. And I, was, I told my cousin, I said, I don't know what's up with you and your brother's wives. Why y'all marry these folks and they think they're supposed to be able to come in and what? And does everybody roll over and play dead for your wives? It ain't happening. Right. But this is the type of stuff I have I have dealt with down through the years. And a lot of times I wind up laughing at it. And then sometimes I just have to go into deep meditation. Mm-hmm. Because it's uncalled for, and it's like, really, really, yeah. But um, yeah. I, t- I told I totally understand what you're talking about. Like I said, we're, we we are being in agreement on on everything across the board. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I wish I had the yeah, English too. Huh? I was looking at my homework and I just wish I had a tutor. What are you trying to do? What do you mean? 
You say you wish that you had a tutor. I said, what are you trying to do? Well, I am literally afraid to turn in an assignment because all of my te- all of my scores in school are. I mean, all of my classes right now. I'm in three classes right now. All of them without my actual paper assignments, I am at um, a B plus. Okay. And one of my assignments, I got a 69, and it was devastating because I didn't read it correctly. But okay. I don't want to turn in nothing else without without it being perfect, so I can get a score to keep me in my um keep me in um, at my GPA. But I was okay. devastated to get that 69, so I'm just looking for a tutor right now. Oh, okay. And through your um your written is it that is down to the point for your reading to understanding is not isn't isn't that good? No, I didn't think that I didn't I read what I, I read what I wanted to read and I my opinion of the of the class was I just got a low grade because one, I didn't cite it correctly from APA format. Two, I didn't ask well, I didn't get any statistics or references because I didn't think I needed references for references or statistics for my opinion. And then I didn't format it correctly. I got um, writing and quality of content and all that stuff. I got high marks there, but I didn't get mm-hmm. high marks on my site, my APA formatting, my um, citing a reference and my format. So I, oh, okay. um, I did okay. It was just, I mean, the fact that that 69 just, Traumatized me. <laughs> yeah, look, sixty nine ain't never been a good ain't never been a good enough for anybody. <laughs> well, touche. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but I still didn't like that. I was I was a little I was a little hurt by that. So, therefore, I am trying to find out how do I get a tutor to figure this out, to make sure I will never get another one again, one of those again. Okay. So do they have tutors on the campus or where you're going through or you're going through the Internet for this for yeah. the class? I'm doing, um, I'm doing the, um, I'm doing, it's on the Internet, so I, I have to sign up for a tutor there, but I don't necessarily know how I get a tutor yet. I'm looking for it right now, trying to figure it out now. Oh, okay. Trying to see what else. Okay, do you have any schools close by you? Yeah, the University of Alabama is right down the street. Okay, well, go in there and see if they got one of the um, kids just doing touring on the side. It's good to put that in the building. Huh? That's a good idea. I didn't think about that. I will do that. Okay, I'll do that. Oh, okay. I didn't think nothing of that. Yeah, because a lot of times in um, let it be community college or just in college, you got kids, you know, that's their um, bread and butter. Their bread and butter, their gift, their forte. Yeah. And they will go ahead and, you know, you know, utilize their time to show someone else on how to to master it. Right. I will do that. I will call up there right now to see who I talk to about it. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And thank you. My pleasure.
Same here. Okay, I'll let y'all get back to the prayer. All right, anybody else want prayer? I need about Felicia. That's right. You still there, Felicia? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. About 45 minutes later. <laughs> oh? Yeah, well, you know that's how it goes. Can you hear me? Because this phone is dying. Can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can hear you. Okay. Father God, I want to lift up Fifi, Rombo Kushi, Randrani, to go into the go into the go. Hmm. Okay, let me change phones because I can see it's about to be. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Uh, that's like garbage can, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let me see. Thank you. Just when you open up the can You are so over, over. Come here. on Monday. How was it? Mm-hmm. Um, it was okay. It um, was okay. I um, had no problem with it. Uh-huh. I had no problem with it. But like I told Ben, with this, it is, uh, it's, you know, I said, I commend you for doing it. I mean, that's, you know, that's something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that three days in a row wiped her out. <laughs> Let me bring it home, all right? Yeah. She's trying to be PC about it. I just figured I'd put it on out there for her. Help her out a little bit. Thank you, I guess, yeah. I mean, it was, I know why, I mean, I knew it was, I know it was tiring, but I didn't know, I mean, because, again, trying to do it to just, you know, it might just be you and Pam or you by yourself or you and two people. I mean, it's, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, oh, so I mean, it was, but it was a learning experience. I mean, you know, yeah, there you go. But do you feel that God met you where you were each and every time and carried you where you needed to go? Yes. Yes. I'm learning. I learned. I saw a difference in how I handled it this time when I when I tried it the first time. It was a big difference between the two. Meaning how? Um, I mean, like even before, I've gotten that even with the um, 
you know, dealing with the youth at church, I've gotten better at bringing the conversation back to where it belongs Mm. and also being able to understand when the flow of the spirit is going in the conversation. Mm. Really now? Yeah. Yeah. Say say that part again you just said. Understanding when it's the flow of the spirit in the conversation. Because we it could because the conversation could go either way. It could be in a conversation where, you know, um, it could just be people talking, or it could just be where the the whole the, the spirit of the Lord is coming in and letting things be revealed, and so it's like knowing when to, you know, hmm. understanding that, and then um, bringing the conversation along. I've gotten better at it instead of letting it get out of control. Hmm. So, in other words, you're, hmm, I can tell you what you're doing. So, you're listening to the conversation, but yet and still you're listening to God, and God's kind of opening up to you what direction needs to go. So you're kind of seeing maybe not so much the end, but you see the path, and you're just steering it along that way. Yeah. And you recognize, because you yourself said the difference from when people are just having a conversation or when it's Holy Spirit-led, because now what's happening, you're you're sensing that anointing, which is the presence of God, and you can determine when that presence of God is there and when it's not. What? I mean, that's what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> Each other and get stuff together. Y'all used to do that. That was 
that wasn't that far long ago, but y'all used to have a date by yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that you guys are fully able and capable of doing so. <laughs> what did he say? Mark, don't that lady need some help with her project? <gasps> oh. Wait a minute. Why is Mark laughing like Sam? Uh-huh. <laughs> what did Mark just say? Pail, pail, Mark pail, pail, pail. Mark, what did you just say? I had to like, answer the other line. What did you just say? I said that you guys are fully able and capable of running a call on your own day like they like we had in the past. Oh. <laughs> Then, I just keep hearing Michael Jackson's wanna be starting something. <laughs> well, I the last time I suggested that it happened, so I was just saying. Mm. <laughs> I think she did. I think she did a phenomenal job. And I mean, and, and even when we did go off tangent, she went back to the word and finished what she had to finish, and she made sure that she wanted to finish the. The chapter before we got we got done with everything. So I think she did a phenomenal job. So now, my girl, my daughter, my friend, my sister—that's <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of compliments all at once. There were some haters in the building. <laughs> no, we, we just know better. Cause she she got away easy now, so she gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I'm nope. I'm, I'm helping her out. I just don't want her to go walking blindly. Mm mm. We know, we know how you do, Samuel. That's huh? a hate. That's a hater rate over there. Well, it ain't. It's encouragement. <laughs> if it was encouragement, you would say we would support you no matter what God is tre- t- um, trending. I already you support her. I get up every Monday. I support her. She okay. gets up every Monday for me. She does. Sometimes it's just her and I on the call. Hit her with it, Sam. Hmm? Hit her with it. Mm-mm. Don't do no tag team. Because <laughs> you know they will. Okay. I know your ways. <laughs> <laughs> we are not You got something, Brother Sam? You got something, Brother Mark? What? You, you, okay. You, all right. We are I'm not sorry. that bad. Go ahead. I'm, I'm ready. You ready, Yes. Yeah. So, since God is proving to you and showing to you that you have within yourself the capability of stepping up and stepping out at another level, though that week you struggle in anxiety in your head, in your flesh, but when the time came, you connected and stepped out, and your spirit took you where you needed to go. You yeah. With you with me? Yeah. I'm glad you. So now you know God has expectation for you to move at that pace from here on out. Mm. And I'm going to pray that every step that you take forward, he closes that door so you will not be allowed to go backwards in the name of Jesus. You will not be allowed to go backwards. You will continually press on at the pace 
that God says. That means you can't even slow it down unless God says for you to slow it down. I'm speaking a stirring in your spirit that will cause you to move when you don't even want to move. I'm speaking a stirring inside of your whole entire being that will force you to step up and step out. See, now you beginning to really connect uh, what God wants you to flow at the level that he wants you to flow. Now you're really beginning to understand, uh, as you say, like when I laugh at you all, <laughs> you know, you know. now that you had to step out, now, now you're really beginning, see, it's a difference from tapping into the Holy Spirit and sensing his presence, then really getting connected and flowing with him. See, you're tapping and you're touching. Now he's, he's training you so you can begin to flow with him. See, when you're flowing, that means you're constantly, you think the Holy Spirit ever rests? You're constantly going. You're constantly moving. You're constantly go, 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 move at his discretion, at his desire. That's how he's going to turn your whole life around. That's how he's going to bring your sister out. That's how he's going to position your family. Because of you being obedient, it's going to have a direct effect on each and every one of them. Because they're going to see the transformation that's going on in your life. So, Father God, I'm asking you right now just to position everything and everybody as you know it needs to be. So this child of God... Oh, Father God, and I'm going to even begin to claim it on her life right now. She chooses, Lord, and you understand me when I'm saying this. She is choosing to put down that tag of being a follower, to step up to that tag of being a leader, Lord. Mm, mm, mm. Lord, she's going to always seek your face, and you understand. But, Lord, see, that follower allowed her to walk in that meekness and that, that flesh. But, no, when I call her to be a leader, that says she's choosing to accept that responsibility, that mantle, that yes, that that was God has called me in position, and I am qualified because the Holy Spirit has said so, and I am choosing to seek and to trust and to step out on it. See, that's where she's beginning to flow. That's how she's beginning to connect. So, Father God, continuously move in her life the way that you know you need to do so, so she can become the woman of God you're calling her to be. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 So, and side note, take her giggling sister Pam with her. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. You know, you know, you know you have to throw that in there. <laughs> but, but, now, uh, but see, now since you wanted to comment on that, in all mm-hmm. honesty, mm-hmm. go ahead, go ahead. Here saying, but I had to say that. So that you could get, no, 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 because God was speaking that to you, but see, that's when I talk about you don't want to listen to your spirit, and you want to, your spirit was speaking to you, and you felt that stirring, but you're like, no, 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 I'm just letting you know so you can too discern between spirit, soul, and body. My spirit was feeling what? Exactly, I'm going to leave it just like that. I had a comment, but we on the prayer call. Anybody else want prayer?
Anybody else want prayer? Anybody else want prayer? Anybody else want prayer going once? Anybody else want prayer going twice? Anybody else want prayer going three times? Yeah, yeah. Marshmallow. Hmm? Marshmallow. Oh, Lord, Marshmallow came on the line. Hi, Marshmallow, how you be? What's up? Who? What's up? Oh, what's up to you too, dearie? Mm. All right, woman, let me pray for you. Brandy to go did it, brandy to go did it, and the ganda, cobble, hosted, ha ha. Okay, I'm to speak that into your life. I'm speaking dreams and visions into your life. And the understanding of such by the Spirit of God. For yourself, and for others, so that your giftings will begin to arise. And you will begin to flow down the vein that God has ordained for you to walk in. Holy Spirit, begin to reveal to her those areas and arenas that you want her to walk in so she can rise up to be used by you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Oh. What you say, girl? Oh. That's the baby. Oh. <laughs> okay. All righty. Got all the stuff clean. Anybody else want prayer? All that's clean. I'm going to live around. Okay, you might as well hit your knees, too. All right, let's finish. Once, who wants prayer going twice? Who 
once per one three times. Okay, dokes. Somebody pray for me when we get out of here. So as I was on you, Father God, we thank you for another day. We thank you for divine revelation. We thank you for dreams. We thank you for confirmation. Lord, we just pray for this man of God that the vision that you have given him was made plain and he understands his he understands the plan that you have for him. He might not know exactly where you want him to go or how far you have him going, but he's still willing to step out and be obedient. Lord, we ask that you continue to give him back everything that he gives willingly and obediently, oh God, and that you will continue to watch over his 390-year-olds and one. 19 year old, and Lord, we just thank you that you continue to give him safety, security, and grace and mercy. Watch over and keep him uh, his head of protection reinforced, as well as his spiritual armor. Lord, we just ask that you will have his weapons canceled, every weapon that's formed against him, from the spirit to the soul to the body and have them have no effect on him, his family, friends, or seven degrees of separation. Let him be able to redeem the time that he sacrificed today for his good and for your glory. And then we assure we pray. Amen. Amen. Y'all have a blessed afternoon, and I'll talk to y'all in the morning. Happy intro.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.